We welcome you to the Truth Simply Put, our broadcast and teaching series at the Basilea Commission. You're about to receive God's unadulterated word, brought to you by Pastor Alexander Victor. Challenging, uplifting, and provoking you to new dimensions in your kingdom walk. And now, today's message. John 17, 22. Jesus was praying. Jesus. And he said, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them so that they may be one just as we are one. So God had exclusive glory because he had only one son. That's why no man could share it. Because it's a, it's a dimension that only the celestial tread. Humans cannot handle it. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. For it was fitting, that was it, for him, through whom are all things and for whom are all things, by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to So it was the exclusive preserve of God. It still is the exclusive preserve of God. But that God includes me now. That's why you can look at my works and my works trigger glory to God. It's his glory. No man on earth should give glory to himself. All the glory must be to the Lord in whom also you Having been dead in your trespasses, he has quickened. Where? In him. It is very dumb to say, I am not privileged. My father is just rich. Jonas, it's like Dan Gote's daughter saying, I am not rich. My father is rich. Does that make sense? Or a delicate. So if your father is glory, child. Remember we did that swap, his glory for my shame. So he said, whenever you think glory, don't exclude yourself. Second Corinthians 3, verse 18. But we all, with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed. What is the image? What is the image? No, he didn't say Christ. Exegesis. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror. What are we beholding? The glory of the Lord. So in the context of this scripture, what are we looking at? The glory. Of course, we know it's Christ. But this scripture, exegetically speaking, does not say Christ yet. Right? Beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being changed into the same image. What is the image we are beholding? What are we being changed into? In what dimension? From glory to glory. As by the Spirit of the Lord. How do we know that glory is Christ with no controversy. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 6. For it is the, glory, the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. Who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So who is the glory? Christ. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1. God in sundry times and sundry ways who has spoken to us. Yes, in various ways spoke. In times past, to the fathers by the prophets, and now, in these last days, spoken to us by his son. We know who the son of God is. Verse 3, who he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also made the worlds. Verse 3, who, being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person. So if you put this together, you look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Who is that glory of God? Christ. And as you are beholding that image, you are becoming 
what you are beholding. That's why I taught you in Afrorentes, you are what you see. You become what you behold. You're a reflection of your sight. Change your optics. Change your optics. There's glory with your name on it and God is not threatened. That's what Christ died for. He died to bring sons into glory. Hey, Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. 29, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he, Christ, might be the firstborn among many brethren. 30, moreover, whom he predestined, this he also called. Whom he called, this he also justified. And whom he justified, he glorified. So newsflash, I am glorified. Yay! You like this? Yes. Me like this. Otherwise, remove this verse and all the other ones from the scriptures and delete it. I share his glory. It's not mine. Why do I need a glory of mine? Do you clone bank cards here? In, in the UK, I can have one account and have three or four cards to the same account. Yeah? Debit, debit cards. So you can just give one, one card at home and you travel. And you can go to, to the supermarket with that card and spend and you just get the notification do you understand you just get your bank statements now so my father is dangote yeah and he gave me a clone card that has the same value as the card in his wallet no difference if you if you have a platinum card it's the same thing you have multiple different platinum cards and i am insisting i want my own card in my name with my bank account is something not wrong with you you will never be caught a day in your life queuing in a bank to open a bank account. You don't need it. You don't need, the bank managers come to Dangote's office. The MD, the CEO of a multinational corporation will come to Dangote's office to negotiate. He doesn't go to them. You are now asking for your own bank account when you have a platinum card in your father's name. Just spend it. There's no withdrawal you will make that will shake the account. No. No, there is no withdrawal. No, imagine Dangote going to an ATM at the airport on his way out of town. And before he withdraws money, he checks his account balance. And the same thing happens with you, son of God. When you just got a 10,000 naira alert and you go to the ATM for 6,000, you don't ask the machine what your bank balance is. Your alert, inf- you went by revelation. You went by knowledge. You went by epignosis. That there is 10,000 in my account I'm about to withdraw within my credit, my balance. But when you don't have, or you're not sure you have, you get to the ATM, you kiss it. And all you are hoping for is that the machine will ignore your issues and give you 1,000. Who knows what I'm talking about? So every time somebody has made you feel that you do not have what you have, what they did was to open a bank account that they cannot fund and give you a card. Every time somebody asks you for deliverance to pay, every time somebody asks you to believe God for something, every time you were told that if you don't do this, God will not do that, somebody opened a cheap bank account for you, a savings bank account, and gave you a card that you now have to fund with your works or with your belief in their manipulative powers. And so every time you are, please let this work. So you're not sure if you have deposited enough to warrant a cash out. You're not, you're, not, you're not sure if you have done enough. Will it work on this location? I do, I've not received the alert. Is it network? Is it, is it from the bank? Is it from what I've done? Is it, 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 is it,
let go of the exact card Jesus has that you as joint heir with Christ has. They have convinced you that you don't have access to what Jesus has. You have to go through a man of God. And so you begin to cower and become less than what Christ died for. I don't know who this is for. But whenever you think of the glory of God, don't forget yourself. Otherwise, whenever you think of God, remove yourself. But according to Colossians 3, you died and your lives were three are hid with Christ in God. Your lives are hid with Christ in God. In whom dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily? Christ. And this Christ in you, this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So who is in you? The fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you cannot have glory when after justifying you, the next junction was glory. Me, I'm a glory guy. I said to you guys a few weeks ago, you thought, some of you thought I was, I, was, I was being proud. When I said, I by my one self. Remember when I said that? I have enough glory to permeate the entire earth. Me alone. And I walk in that realization. That's why failure is not in my vocabulary. We are glory people. Because we are sons of God now. And he's cool with it. No, really. He's cool with you shining. He's not a despot. You know despots? That the only ones that cling on to power. Narcissists. They're threatened when anybody else shows anything close to shining. And so because we have those human tendencies, we tend to think of God like that. That's why you would think of God as abandoning you because you messed up. Because you, that's what you do when your lover or friend messes up. You retreat. I retreat. So we think God is like that. But he's not. Otherwise, he will not say height, depth, perils, tribulation, sword will separate us from his love in Christ. In the same way, how high can you rise that God becomes threatened by you when he's the one that sat you with him in heavenly places? I mean, he sat you there with him and called you joint heir. So when God's in the council of heaven says, son, billions of us respond, yes, dad. If God were to address Jesus and say, son, all of us are sat with him. So when he says, son, all of us say, yes, dad. Because the only difference with Jesus and us is that he's the first fruit of many brethren. That's why we don't pay first fruit. He paid the first fruit. He was the first fruit. He was the one he paid the first fruit to. He was the offering. He was the sacrificer of the offering. He was the person he sacrificed the offering to. He's the first fruit of which the Old Testament first fruit was a type and shadow. And Colossians chapter 2 says that now that the reality has come, we are done with types and shadows. So come and redeem the firstborn. What did Jesus do? Why is he called the king's man redeemer? Why do we have to redeem ourselves if Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law? Having become a curse for us, Galatians 3 and 13. So we are the glory of the Lord. He's fine with it. Isn't that what he says in 2 Corinthians 2.14? Now thanks be to God who causes us to triumph, always causes us to triumph in Christ. And through us, diffuses the knowledge of his fragrance in every place. So you are doing exploits and God is like, yeah, that's my boy. You're shining and he's like, yeah, that's my boy. You're making progress and he's like, yeah, that's my boy. Look at me, you messed up. And he's like, yeah, that's my boy. Oh no, you are suddenly, you know, please don't let African tradition twist your understanding of God. Why do I say so? You confessed in school, my son. Hmm? My son, first class, my son. You bought car, my son. You have a problem, your father will turn and say, it's not your son. The moment something shifts from good to bad, parents swap. Straight. Quickly, they swap. And so we come into our salvation with the understanding that the moment something is wrong with you, God abdicates. The most deadly theology, one of the most deadly theologies in soteriology, in our understanding of our salvation, is for somebody to imply, auntie, that the Holy Spirit leaves you. I don't think there's anything more deadly 
than the, the, the illusion that the spirit of God can withdraw from a believer. That believer is lost. Instantly lost. Irredeemably lost. No amount of repentance and confession of sin can restore that believer to the faith. If he leaves us the end, because he's the seal of your salvation. Seal for the day of redemption. It's a seal. It's the deposit. So the reason why I am not trying to make heaven is because I have the Holy Spirit. He guarantees the end of my time on earth. Please, he's not your earthly father. Don't come into faith prejudicing God on African traditional religion. I might not realize it, but a lot of us are influenced directly or indirectly by our human understanding of parenting. That's why when your child, I said it in this house a few months ago, I told parents, I said it's dangerous for a parent to have a child that cannot run to them when the child did wrong. You, I said you will lose that child. Remember when I said that? And I said as a child, the safest place for you to go when you mess up is home. But African religion, what's our culture? Hey, my daddy will kill me. My mother will kill me. That's why parents flogs a child for saying that they were sexually harassed. Where do you know such thing? Are you dumb? What six-year-old will make that up? And so we, bring, we come into the faith with that bias. But your heavenly father is not like that. He's so good. He's so good, he puts you in the spotlight. He's so good, he sent his son to die. And when the guy stood to be given the reward for obedience, he said, no, it wasn't me. It's all of these people I brought into glory. That's what his resurrection did for us. Brought us into him. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And we hope it has been a blessing to you. For inquiries and further information, please send us an email to info at the or visit our social media platforms.